is going on, all my fellow nerds? I am Brian Volacino, and I'm here for Apocalypse Movies, and we are doing episode number eight, volume number eight, issue number eight of Nerd Nation. Last week I said it's eight. This week it's actually number eight. Last week was seven. Um, I'm your host for this little fun hour, 45 minutes that we have. Today we've got so, there's so many things that we could talk about today. But we are going to dive into a little bit of Game of Thrones. We're going to dive into Green Lantern. And then we are going to talk about Hawkeye in the MCU. And what's going to come from that. So, um, yeah. As always, we have my fellow Apocalypseers with me. Today we have Jake Berlin, my wingman today for the show. Just us two. Keep it casual. There it is. Yeah, nice little quick little Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a nice little... A uh, forty-five minute show or whatever. I mean, it doesn't take a lot for us to talk about. We yeah. we could go on forever, yeah. but um, we're definitely gonna get our points out there and everything. And just for everybody, I had a little bit of um, I guess you can kind of call it a surgery, a little yeah, bit. Nice um, so don't mind the band-aid, but it's there for a reason. I'm not just looking like Nelly or somebody. Ah, so. I was just about to say you're channeling <laughs> Nelly vibes. Yeah, today. yeah. But um, yeah. So this week there's so much going on that. It, <laughs> It was really actually hard to pick these three topics. Um, but like I said, we've got three pretty good topics I think that a lot of people are going to enjoy talking about and listening to. I would say probably our most diverse show so far. I got to touch a little bit of everything. I think it's our be- it's our best topic-wise show. Yeah. Yeah, because personally, because everything 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 was happening this week. Well, I also just hate talking about DC and Marvel all the time, so. Yeah. Finally, we get to talk about a little bit of something. This geek podcast is not a comic book podcast. Yeah, hurry up! Give me Harry Potter needs to throw something out there that way I can start. It's when they stop doing Fantastic Beasts, they'll start hearing more. Or when Fast it starts. Nah, I can that franchise, man. Sorry, said it. Mm, eh, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but we're gonna just dive into our first topic, which today is the MCU, Hawkeye, the Kate Bishop series. What's going on with that? We know. That Jeremy Renner, maybe a little bit cuckoo. We uh, we heard some disturbing stuff that he threatened to kill himself and his wife and a whole bunch of other shenanigans that may or may not be true. We have no idea. Um, but Disney has, as of right now, I kind of almost hesitate to say has decided, but I'm going to say as of right now, because who knows what's going to come forward. Um has decided to keep Jeremy Renner on as Hawkeye and even kind of gave us a little bit more that we're going to get kind of like an origin story, Mm -hmm. which is kind of ironic that everyone's freaking out thinking that we're going to cancel Jeremy Renner out of the show and then Disney's like, no, we're going to keep him. Oh, by the way, there's kind of a little bit of an origin story coming from it too. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, as of right now, it sounds like they're planning to keep Jeremy Renner. I mean, if we're getting an origin through this story, then clearly they're going to use him. Now, we know the big draw of this is Kate Bishop. She is, she was in that little, well, her silhouette was in that quick little promo that we saw from Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, people freaking out. We even have heard quiet murmurs that Haley Steinfeld is potentially going to be the Kate Bishop. Well, she was in Final Talk, so it's almost like a lock. Yeah. 
I mean, she has said, I don't know what you're talking about. That's so. almost every... I mean, we saw what happened with Ewan McGregor and Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. He's well, lying. He was, he was literally... He told him he called himself a liar for four years. For four years. He lied yeah. for four Absolutely. years, so... So, I mean, who knows? Now, necessarily, it's not... It's not a bad... It's definitely not a bad thing that Jeremy Renner's staying around, but it isn't necessarily needed for this to move forward. Like... You could do a Kate Bishop story without him. It would there would be that lingering like you need it. I I, I think I, I completely disagree with. I you. don't want this. No, I no, I I know that. Yeah. I I just I I think it's they could have worked if it was completely true and stuff. They could have made do. They, they could have had to they, scrap. They could have, but they can do anything. Anybody can do anything. The problem is. It would not have worked for this character. It wouldn't have worked. It would not have worked for this character. But they would have found a way. It's not... I'm saying it's not something that would have had to just been like, sorry, can't do it. No, I, tell, I agree. I, I feel you. It's just... Out of all of the, you know, the sidekicks that are coming, um, Kate Bishop is really the one that um, has to have the prior character there. And like, like, for example, let's say she's gonna take the mantle of Hawkeye. You kind of need. Well, that's not true. I mean, look at look at uh, I, and I don't know the name they use her in the comics, but the second Ant Man, his daughter. Uh, oh. I don't know her name, and you guys are probably gonna blow us up for this in the chat or whatever. That's fine. Um, they could easily because she's his daughter. They can easily be like, she found the suit, blah blah blah. Right? Like they found the suit. She's gonna be Ant Man. She finds out that he's gonna be Ant Man. Whatever, like that type of thing. Miss Marvel obviously calls connection to Captain Marvel, but not in the way of family. She just takes on the name of Marvel, but she's actually an inhuman. Yeah. And so, and then there's obviously a bunch of other sidekicks out there that you can play with, like Scarlet Witch you and would Visions. Miss Marvel a sidekick? No, 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 not a sidekick, but someone that takes on the mantle. Right? Oh, okay. She she's kind of almost in a way a Captain Marvel ish, yeah. right? Uh, she has and then almost the exact same yeah, and then Scarlet Witch and and Vision's kids are nothing like them, but they take on the powers of other people like Hulk and Thor, and so um, looking at maybe get uh, it's one hundred percent going to happen. Uh, may not happen now, but it may be a setup for the future. Oh yeah. Um, but Kate Bishop, no relation to Hawkeye, nope. right? Um, how would she become? How would she come on this mantle of Hawkeye without knowing Hawkeye? And yeah. so. You can't just have her be Hawkeye without Hawkeye being in the picture. That doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no absolute... Like, I understand they could, that someone could come in the picture and be like, you're absolutely great at bow and arrow. Here's Hawkeye. Like, Nick Fury could easily recruit her in a way, right? They can do something along that lines. But if you want her to be Hawkeye, there has to be Hawkeye in the picture because Ant-Man's daughter is not called Ant-Man. Yeah. Miss Marvel is not called Captain Marvel. Vision and Scarlet Witch's kids aren't called Vision and Scarlet Witch. This is one of the only few true mantle takers, sidekicks in the MCU or Marvel comics, I should say. And there's there's plenty more, obviously. But if you're introducing her first as the very first one to take up the mantle of one of the original Avengers, you need that OG Avenger in the picture. No yeah. matter what. And if and quite honestly, I don't know how I'd feel about the series if he wasn't in the picture. It would That's, definitely be like a, a sour taste in your mouth like, it, but that that's a different story from what's going on with this whole family drama thing going on with him if this stuff did happen he obviously needs help yeah obviously needs help now coming from an outside perspective watching jeremy renner for a very very long time and seeing him on red carpets and interviews and stuff 
I never once got that vibe from him. There's never been a bad word about him anywhere. So it kind of seems odd this is happening right now, but it and could we know how it, custody and divorce battles. But it could happen. It it yeah. easily could happen. I don't know if you saw the thing today, but the thing today happened yeah, that it. he bit his daughter. Yeah, that's like that's wild. That's a it's an odd statement to make. If it, I mean, if it did happen, it happened. Like I'm not calling her a liar. It's just it's a very it's weird timing. Yeah. It's very like he's been a Hawkeye for how long? He's making all this money, right? He was in the Mission Impossible movies. Um, he did the porn thing. Still be in the He's doing now his own Hawkeye series, and so and he was juiced for it. It's just video. it's very interesting timing. And if it happened, he needs help. Something needs to be taking place. Obviously, if if you take action with James Gunn with what happened that long ago, that that's where I was you have to take action with this. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but I think it's it's I think Marvel's kind of waiting to see all the illegal stuff happens. If something actually did happen because of all the evidence and everything. And I understand where they're coming from. There was evidence with James Gunn. It was yeah. there. It was clear, cut, and dry. Yeah. This is kind of wishy-washy. That, and that, it's funny that you brought that up because uh, after Apocalypse Now, uh, me, Keith, and uh, Jacob were saying the same thing. We were kind of like, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel just does what they did with James Gunn. Just let it kind of just hit its head strong. Stay quiet. And then start working again. Which, you know, I mean, it's like you said. It was clear, cut, and dry that he, James Gunn, said those things. This, and now we are not one to judge someone saying this is true, this is false. But there are two sides to every story. And this is her point of view. He's saying his point of view. I mean, there's huh? ne- there's never going to be a perfect I'm answer for it. But I'm with you. I know for us nerds that we want Hawkeye, we want Jeremy Renner to pass this mantle off with grace. If you are going to save Jeremy Renner and not and kill Black Widow, like to me, if they were just like, yeah, we're not going to use Hawk, uh, Jeremy Renner, I would be pissed because I'm like, then you should have pushed Hawkeye off the cliff because you just wasted technically two characters without killing off Jeremy Renner. So, for me, not going to say what he did was true or false, whatever. For my nerd level, I'm happy he's saying as Hawkeye because we're going to get originally the story that they planned to tell. And not some, okay, we need to figure it out how we're going to do it without him. So, for me, I'm, I'm happy until I found out, know for a fact that he's... Yeah, I'm, I'm separating the two. Yeah. As of right now, 100%. until until it's all figured out, I'm separating the two. Um, I'm I'm happy that it's still happening the way it is because I, I've been saying this probably for around two years now. Um, I've always thought right around the time of Infinity War, everybody's like, "Who's going to lead the Avengers next?" Who's gonna... I always you actually thought have to, do you, I that remember. Hawkeye would be the one to take up and lead the next group of Avengers because. He had that ability inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. as yeah. a commander. He was part of the OG crew. You know, he's been involved in all of this. And he's one of the few guys who still left it active, right? Thor's off doing his own thing in space. He's probably not going to come back to Earth for a while. Yeah. Hulk, we don't know what's going on with him. He's damaged. Yeah, and so Black Widow obviously is gone. Iron Man's gone. Captain America is old now. And so the OGs are gone. He's the only one that's like kind of still active but retiring at the same time. He's literally the, yeah, out of He space. could be the next one that kind of leads this group into the, like, the future 
And so that's what I want to see. But again, if this all comes out to be like this actually happened, then they, they need to get him out. Yeah. They, they need to get him out as soon as possible. 100%. Uh, so we're going to move on to a little less dramatic of a topic. Um, although you can say this is pretty upsetting for some people. But um, we just got the news that Game of Thrones, HBO, have decided to shockingly just take the axe to the head of the Game of Thrones prequel. It's literally like, spoiler alert, Ned Stark getting his head chopped off. It was just literally quick, swift, and everyone was like, what? Huh. I, I I didn't expect this to... I mean, they had a full cast. It wasn't a bad cast either. Naomi Watts was leading well, they shot it. an episode. Yeah, they shot the episode, the pilot, and then we're, HBO apparently decided to pass on it. Um, and... I mean, a lot of people were shocked. A lot of people were kind of like... Oh, well, after the way Game of Thrones ended. Um, yeah, but we heard that a little bit that it was costing a lot of money. It was doing reshoots, not getting that feel that they wanted. And then eventually they just said, no, nope, we're done. So I, I don't know if I'm necessarily like upset. I kind of don't. I am. Are you? Yeah, I. I kind of just I'm like. There's multiple it, reasons why it's. Uh, first of all, it was titled "The Long Night." It was about the White Walkers. It was going to be the or, origin of how they came to be in old school Westeros before, like, long time ago, like just long time ago. Um, I wanted to see that story. I wanted to see how that came to be. We got teases of it in the OG series, um, a little bit of it here and there, sprinkled throughout the throughout the seasons, but. Um, and then number two, Naomi Watts. I adore her as an actress. I think she is criminally underrated as an actress. We haven't seen her. Have we seen her? In uh, she hasn't been in a lot lately. She's, she was just uh, finished up a series called The Loudest Voice. It was about the Roger Ailes stuff. Oh. Um, and she played um, one of the women in there. Mm-hmm. And so I just watched the first episode. It's an incredible one. But she, she hasn't popped up yet. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing her in this world. I really was. And... She, we even she, got a couple pictures. Yeah, there was some behind-the-scenes stuff. Everyone was like, Ooh. Yeah, there was some behind-the-scenes stuff. And so uh, that that's the biggest reason why. Number number three is that um, I'm starting to get scared that what happened with Game of Thrones at the end, season eight, how controversial it was, um, the comments coming out from Benny F. and Weiss that season one was kind of like an expensive film school to them. All of this stuff is coming about the OG series. HBO is almost like pulling back a little bit and being like, maybe this isn't going to work. Maybe we can't put as much money as we would did with the first one into all of this stuff because we don't know how people are going to react to it. Um, shit the fan. It's just, I mean, if they watched the pilot, if they shot it, they watched it and they didn't like it, then fine. That's fine. But I, I find it very hard to believe that there's not something salvageable from a Game of Thrones pilot. It, it seems and very hard to believe. With that cast it wasn't a horrible cast no. I, I don't know why it, well I, look at the game of thrones cast nobody knew who those people were before they and there were names there were names in this that people knew naomi watts uh jamie bell is the or no not jamie bell what's his name i'll look it up right now um I, I, all i remember is he was one of the bad guys from twilight i forget what his name is um he was in it, it, it there was a solid young cast and it was pretty like 
a pretty diverse cast too. Naomi Aki, who's in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, you have Josh Whitehouse. Okay. Um, you can keep talking. I'm gonna keep reading these. Oh, that's fine. Um, is there a Jamie? I'm trying it's the, to. Find it's the blonde it. guy from Twilight. He was one of the main. I forgot what their names are. The big bad guys. But uh, yeah, for me. I don't know. I'm not completely devastated. Now, the very first thing I thought of was, no, they're getting rid of the Targaryen backstory. And that was like, I went into like frantic panic mode trying to like find out on Twitter if that one got canceled. But that one didn't. Thank God. Because like, I feel like people were still like, give me dragons give me Targaryen blood, like, all that stuff. Um, but, it, thank God, it saved, they even dropped the name of it. Uh, it was... For the Targaryen one? Yeah. Uh, House it, of the Dragon. Yes. Which sounds freaking dope. I love that name of it. You don't, I can just tell. Oh, you. no, I love it. Oh, really? The, this is something I've been wanting for a very long time. Yeah, so, to be honest, when I heard this, I went into full panic mode thinking that it was the Targaryen that got canceled and not this one. Because to be honest, if you put out two plates in front of me and said, which one would you rather have? I'm going to pick the Targaryen one. Yeah, 100%. 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think personally, having... Now, I don't know if they were going to do them at the same... Have them both going at the same time. I think it would have been a mistake to have two Game of Thrones going at the same time. Two different... It's a thing these days. Yeah, I know. But for me, we could have ran on opposite years. Oh, that would piss me off because I'd be like wanting the end of the story for the other one for a whole year. Um, but I mean, am I devastated? No. Am I bummed out? Yeah. Because like you said, it would have been kind of a cool story to see. I mean, the whole White Walker origin, all that stuff. I mean, who doesn't like the White Walkers? They're terrifyingly awesome but if you're pulling my arms which way pull me towards the targaryen one because that's the one i'm gonna want every oh, no, single time i 100 agree uh real quick before i get to the targaryen yeah. the cast so i mentioned naomi aki uh denise goff um jamie campbell bauer who was in twilight and mortal instruments uh sheila atim who was in harlots ivano jeremiah which is in black mirrored georgie henley the chronicles of Narnia, alex sharp to the bone and toby regbo so mostly unknown um to the mainstream audience but a couple a couple of names in there look um i'm with you if they would have if they would have given me a and b you know the long night and uh house of the dragon i would have picked the house of the dragon a hundred times over again i feel like a lot of people would have well it's it's because there was only had to choose between fire and ice it's because there was only one true targaryen in the show the entire time right well yeah. I'm not going to say true, but one that we knew about for eight seasons long. She was in one of the biggest parts. Exactly. And most popular characters. And jo John Targaryen, yes, at the end, not really, didn't really matter. Doesn't, I don't know. That's just whatever. Was, yeah. Um, so yes, House of the Targaryen, I'm absolutely losing my mind over. Um, I think that it's a genius idea. My issue is that if it's on HBO Max. Now, I believe they announced it to be on HBO Max, um, which scares me because... They're banking on people buying the service to watch the show. Game of Thrones was on HBO. If you got HBO through your service, you were able to watch the show. 
if you have cable and then you have to buy HBO Max, which is $15 a month for Game of Thrones, people aren't going to do that. Yeah. And then you're not going to have the ratings to watch the show. Or it's going to get pirated. They're going to have worse ratings than you would if people actually bought the show. I feel like, to me, which is ironically kind of what our next topic is going to be, which I'm pretty sure you purposely segued. Um, no, I didn't. No? I'm no. just good at it. It was perfect. Um, you have to put this as... That's one on the TV show. On the See, the problem is, is they announced it at the HBO Max introduction. That's the problem. Oh. So I think it's going to be HBO Max, which is $15 a month. People are not going to buy it just for... I mean, obviously there's going to be the people out there that, that watch Game of Thrones religiously and are going to get Game or HBO Max for this. And who doesn't want to watch a Targaryen show? Like It just makes sense. But... Yeah. You're gonna lose half of your audience by putting it on a streaming service. Yeah. Especially something as big as HBO Max. Yeah. This isn't Marvel. This is way different. Yeah. This is way different. This is one TV show, not movies, none of that stuff. This isn't connecting to everything else going on. This is one television show. It's like the Star Trek stuff on CBS All Access. Trekkies are gonna watch that. The other people that are interested, they don't wanna buy the service just to watch that. So, I mean, I do, but it just, so whatever. Um, it's so. But that aside, like the show idea is genius. It really is. Um, it's something that we've all clamored for since the beginning. Like the, in the very first season, they mentioned the Mad King and they all of this stuff. All of this throughout. But I'm, I'm saying the very first episode, they mentioned the Targaryens, the Mad yeah. King, the previous Westeros. This is what the show is going to be about. It's set 300 years before the original series. Um, it's going to be old school Westeros with the Targaryens. They, the way they described it is the beginning of the end for the Targaryens. That's all I need to watch this show. Imagine the amount of dragons that are going to be. That's what I. It's it's all we need. It is all we need. And so um, I'm interested to see what they do with it, who they get involved, um, what actors and actresses are going to get involved. Because um, after the success of the original series, there's no doubt some people are going to be like, I want to jump on that for a couple years. So I'm excited to see what names they get. If they get unknowns, I'm cool with it because that's what they did with the original series. I feel like with something like this, like. You kind of don't really know what you're getting with the one that they axed. People know what a Targaryen is. Mm-hmm. People know, like, even the casual people that didn't watch the show, they know the word Targaryen because of Amelia Clark, and they know that she's the dra- the dragons associated. So that alone, I feel like if people will probably be like, I want to be on that show. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to freaking fly a dragon and light people up i know i would if i was the an cool, actor the cool thing about this is that and i know that he was involved in the first couple seasons and then they kind of went off track a little bit but george rr R. martin is involved in it Perfect. he's producing good he's involved it's based on his book fire and blood i believe is the name of it um and so that's a good sign now how long that can that can take place as far as him being involved i don't know yeah. but this isn't a case where they're not doing a series where they're catching up to his books and then overlapping him. Which is It's great. based on a book, and then they're expanding and having him there be like, do this, do this. I'm cool with that. Get someone Perfect. who can showrun it, who can listen to him, uh, and a situation where he's on set and they ask him questions, a la maybe what they should be doing with George Lucas on Star Wars. I don't know, something like that. But, yeah, that's um, perfect. Yeah, the show's brilliant idea. I'm, I'm losing my mind excited for it. It's a long ways away, which is why I'm not looking excited. Do they say a year? 
I'm I'm imagining 2021. That's what I'm imagining. Oh, I was imagining like 2023, 20, 24. No, I'm I think they're they're gonna shoehorn this thing and get going soon because HBO Max drops next May, and so um, I imagine they they amp everything up, greenlight it. It's already going. It's ordered a series. They're not they don't have to wait for the pilot. It's ready to go. It's been announced. It's a full season, so it's ten episodes, not six, seven, eight, whatever it is. Um, and so I imagine that they're probably already casting right now. Maybe even have a couple people locked down. And they're going to start shooting next summer, next fall, uh, because it this isn't a show where it's based around winter. It's all summertime, right? Winter Perfect. hasn't come yet, Perfect. and so uh, they don't have to wait for nights and cold and everything like that. They can shoot wherever, whenever. Um, so I'm, I'm imagining spring, summer of 2021. Works for me. So sticking with our HBO topic, um, HBO Max. We just found out they kind of dropped their, their little. What's the word I'm looking for? conference if you will kind of showing expo expo what uh we are going to be getting what we're gonna we can expect in the future we've always heard rumblings that hbo wanted kind of like almost like a deal with warner brothers like they wanted to smush the two together kind of like work under that umbrella um Works perfect because we know J.J. Abrams just signed a fat check for Warner Brothers. Um, but with that came the news, shocking news. I wouldn't have guessed this in a million years. I wouldn't say shocking. This specific person? I'd say surprising. Okay, well. Two different words. Shocking. And you, you know how I use those words, too. Yeah. Well, um, they have dropped the news that there is going to be a Green Lantern show. This guy right here. Well. Maybe not this guy. This guy with powers right here. Um, there's going to be a Green Lantern show and uh, what is the other one called? It is uh, Strange Adventures. Uh, both DC comic properties um, that are just going to be part of HBO Max. Um, imagine large budget, kind of almost like uh, Disney Plus. This is their Disney types. Plus. Yeah, this is 100% their Disney Plus. Um, They're Titans also. It's, it's going to be yeah. similar to Titans, but probably more budget. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm freaking stoked. Yeah, I should show I should show the screenshots of our chat. Our, I, our chat. I don't know how I found out. I think you guys put it in the chat. I think I did. And I almost started screaming when I found out that they're doing a Green Lantern because, to me... This is genius for this character because people still have a bad taste in their mouth because of the Green Lantern movie. So this is going to be the perfect way, in my opinion, to give more depth than a, just a two to three hour movie. We're going to get... Green Lantern has some of the best stuff that they could branch out into that... Movies you're limited to. You've got three hours to tell. It's the same conversation with Obi-Wan. It's the same as that conversation. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, I'm... So you think they're doing Hal Jordan? Well, no. Did you see what they said today? That they're looking for a person of color. See, I I think that... um, I think they're going to do Green Lantern core. That's what I think they're going to do. So, the the biggest thing that people were kind of... Like, what the H is going on is because 
we've been hearing for the longest time there's going to be a Green Lantern Corps movie. There's going to be a Green Lantern. Well, that was in the original DC slate that they announced back in like uh, God, like fourteen, I believe, fifteen, right before Batman v Superman, or it might have been after Batman v Superman, where they announced Justice League Part One and Part Two, Cyborg, Flash, Green Lantern, all this stuff. Green Lantern Corps was supposed to come out this this year, and so. Uh, that's why the rumblings are there, but um, I'm I'm with you. I think that this character fits perfectly for a big budget TV series. It's yeah. it's not oh, I wouldn't say the character. The mythology fits perfectly for a big budget TV series, right? I mean, in, if you did a movie or if you did three movies, um, you focus on Hal Jordan, right? You include some other DC tie-ins in there. Maybe you introduce John Stewart down the road. In this, you can play five, six, seven, eight seasons. If it works, you can have Hal Jordan or you can do an older Hal Jordan with John. Now you're following John Stewart. You have Guy Gardner in there. You have Kyle Rayner in there. You have all of these characters, maybe even Jessica Cruz, who's the new Green Lantern, who she's awesome. And what's the name? There's the Muslim one too. It starts with an A. I can't remember his name. Go ahead and look it up while I talk. Okay. Um, and so I, I just think that uh, this is a very smart play by Warner Bros. Obviously, this is all... Because of what Marvel and Disney are doing with Disney Plus and their Sweet. characters. And so um, it, it does make sense. Now, the HBO Max thing, the same thing I talked about Game of Thrones. It's Simon interesting. Baz. Simon Baz. Um, it's an interesting choice because, again, you're going to have to bank on people buying the, the service to watch it. Um, and, right, I mean, I know it so far it's worked for Titans, but I would love to see the real numbers on that to really see what it looks like. Um, because you have to buy DC Universe to watch that. And so, uh, I mean, and then the other side of this, and then you, you bring in Greg Berlanti, who's show running That's it and creating it. Or not show running it, but he's he's the one developing it. Um, Berlanti, obviously the Berlanti Universe on the CW, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legend Tomorrow, Batwoman, um, you have Black Lightning, now you have the new Superman show coming out. So he's got a lot of DC stuff on his plate. Um, I'm not going to say he's the perfect guy for it, but I know that he is a great choice. Hand over the top of it. And well, he does. He also has his hand over Titans. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, he was in, he's involved in Titans as well. And so he does all the DC TV stuff essentially. And he came out and said, "This is going to be the most serious, the biggest DC t- show we've done ever." And so it makes sense, and it's perfect that it's Green Lantern. I don't want it to be Superman. I don't want it to be Batman, Flash, uh, Booster Gold. None of those guys. If I'm going to get a five, six, seven, or however long season a series on one DC character, I want it to be Green Lantern because the mythology so and the time and the space that you can play with. He's a space cop, and we don't know how many planets are out there in the DC world. Uh, but oh, I'm, That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Like you, He can come into contact with so many different kinds of characters. Yeah, the red lanterns, orange, yeah. yellow, green, blue, purple, uh, pink, white, mm-hmm. black. There's Give a... me the blackest night, and I will rip all the hair out of my hair. It, hey, sorry. It uh, that's one of the best DC <laughs> stories of all time. I don't even. So know. we we do have a we have a uh, a disagreement though with this show. We have a disagreement. I I know that you want it to be violent and dark. No, I don't want it to be violent and dark. I only want it to be violent and dark if the Red Lantern show up. So you want it to be serious? Yes, I want this. I do not give me funny. Give me the tone of the Watchmen without. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm 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 not going down that road. Hell no. 
I don't want Green Lantern. I told you this yesterday. I don't want Green Lantern to be Watchmen. In what sense? The tone. I don't want that. I don't want Green Lantern to be Watchmen. That is that is not what I'm looking for. Are in Green Lantern. Happy go lucky, like. No, but Watchmen is this extreme, and then there's this I need, extreme. I don't need it to be extreme. Okay, maybe Watchmen's not a good comparison. I don't know how to describe it. I I want it to be like a serious tone, but like. If there's certain things, if we're going to see Red Lanterns who live on a planet covered in blood, like, I don't want to see them, like, be, like, Atrocitus being, like, this, like, wimpy, like, like, oh, we, so let's put this way. Guys. Okay, so we, we have, we have three tiers here. This is, this is the, the kind of way I've been looking at it. I'm not including the movies here. I'm including all the DC TV shows that have ever been made. You have the Smallville, right? Okay. Bright, kind of, uh, and it's, it's got hope, right? There's, I don't it, like that. It has its dark. It has its dark moments, but it's it has the sense of hope because it's about Superman. You have Titans, which is brutal, bloody. Vi- Hold on, let me explain this all. Hold on, before you say anything, let me talk. So you have Smallville, you have Titans, brutal, bloody, dark, right? Cuss words, all that nine yards. Then you have the CW universe. Okay, it's darker. It's serious. It's it's brutal. It's not violent, but it's brutal. I want a big budget version of those shows because it has its lighthearted moments. I don't want the Flash. I don't want Legends of Tomorrow. I don't want Supergirl. I want Arrow on a giant screen, big budget. You give me that season two, season one, where it's dark, gruesome, brutal, with budget, where it has its funny moments and it has its lighthearted moments, I'm all in on this. Okay. Yeah. All in on this yeah. because Arrow has its brutal moments. I'll take it if it's like Arrow. Like season that three. That woman's even been kind of like that too. Season three, for example, you see Ra's al Ghul stick a, a blade through Oliver's chest. Yeah. Like they show the violence in that show. That's what it I doesn't mean. have to be bloody and physical like Titans is, but you give the big budget aspect to a show like Arrow with Berlanti behind yeah. it, I'm all in. I don't need yeah, I'll give okay, that's yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. Because I don't need it to be like bloody, violent, like Well, it's not necessary for Green Lantern. It's no. not. Blood is not Necessary for Green Lantern, unless, um, on unless the Blood River. I get it. Unless, it, well, it's the Red Lanterns. They're literally that's like, fair, oh. but you don't need blood in fights with Green Lantern. No, that's you don't. Honest. No, I don't need like you fighting like the Yellow Lanterns. And, you can like, have oh. some blood coming down the lip or yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no. bruises and stuff. But you don't need to like physically show blood splatting after someone getting punched and stuff. I don't need all of that part. No, I, I, yeah, I'll agree with you with how you described it as like. The air, if it was like bigger budget arrow, because arrow, arrow is arrow is very arrow is not no serious. Show. It's gruesome. Yeah, it has its moments of brutality. It's like Flash though. Where it's no, kind of it's like, not. Well, it's not gonna be Flash because it's a totally different arrow. But I will say this: Green Lantern is very much like the Flash character. No, I know how. Well, excuse it me. On Hal Jordan, it, it, Hal Jordan is very much like Barry Allen of a sense of how they approach to be a hero. Yeah, but we don't know where they're going with this. They could make up a whole new Green Lantern. Probably well, they're they're not going to, but this could very well be the case where we could get a Hal Jordan that's already been a part of the Justice League, and we're getting it like they may not even give him an origin. They may not even give him an origin. Like we jump right in and be a uh, Green Lantern, or we could follow John Stewart and we have an older Hal Jordan, yeah, who hasn't even who's lived his life already. I would right? like to see Guy Gardner because he's a we're little bit. More. I think he would be a more intriguing story because he's not really like a good guy i'm gonna see him all there if i had to guess they're they're going to follow hal jordan because they've only done it once 
See now, I, th- I think they're gonna try to be like and diverse and he, here's here's mix here's, it up. Here's the main reason why I believe that they're gonna follow Hal Jordan. Berlanti has teased him time and time again in Arrow, time and time again. Yeah, in but Arrow. he teased him with Diggle. No, 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 no. This oh. is different. He's he's literally shown oh, Hal Jordan's mean, Air Force jacket in the show. Yeah, well, he has teased the, the character. Of Hal Jordan, Coast City, more than a handful, yeah. and so we know that Hal Jordan has been sitting on his mind for a while now, yeah. and so now it makes sense that he's in, he's involved with the show, that he's developing it, and so um, I I do think that they will follow Hal Jordan because they failed once, and the sh- the, sh- the movie was eight years ago now. By the time this comes out, nine ten years ago, and so they have a chance to redo it, and why not? Because he's he is the most popular, whether we want to believe it or not, he's the most popular. Yes. And so, um, and honestly, it would probably be a, a case of like, if they don't have, do Hal Jordan, fans are going to go up an uprising because they're not doing the main Green Lantern, you yeah. know? Um, and then quickly, the other show that we have, uh, which is titled Strange Adventures, is described as a DC superhero anthology that will follow characters from across the DC canon. One hour drama will explore close ended stories about the intersecting lives of ordinary humans and superheroes. I'm fine with it. Well, I like that it's an anthology series. Yeah. Anthology series really interests me. Yeah. They're really, really interesting. I like that Berlanti's involved, and it's not the classic DC or Marvel kind of thing, right? It's something different, almost like a, um, almost like the what-if type of thing that Marvel's doing, right? It's not kind of... It's just like the oddball. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is their way to do stories they want to tell, but they just can't. Yeah, there, like, there's no, there's no justify a whole season. There's no barriers that they have to play by. Like with Green Lantern, there's certain things that they're not going to be able to do, and there's certain things they can do. In this, there's free reign. It's kind of reminds me of like Black Mirror, where it's kind of like yeah, and, and they're and every... they're gonna they're probably gonna get different directors for every episode or, or whatever, and tell different stories, and that's gonna be really cool because it's gonna be something different every every episode or every season, and so that really excites me. It just it shows that um, DC, uh, whether or not this is DC or WB, I don't know. They, they kind of, they blow the line sometimes. Um, it shows that they're not... Um, themselves. Well, they're not, they're not like shooting themselves in the foot by being like, we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to do this to be acceptable. Or um, successful, not accepted, successful. And so, like, they did Joker, right? Movies made nearly they nine. That mi- they need to make origins. They well, need to not, build the background. Not just that, but they're not trying to build a universe. No, anymore. I will say this anymore. Um, there's been word lately that they're they're focusing on two worlds now, two universes, which will be very interesting. Um, but I like that they're kind of trying things outside the box, and they realized, okay, we were putting ourselves in a hole. Let's kind of just like do different things and let's see if people like it. Yeah, like put some money behind it. See if it interests people, and it could become a massive hit. Because that's how you successfully do things. You have to take chances sometimes, and this is taking a chance. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, I think the Stranger, Strange Adventure, I keep on calling it Stranger Adventures. I, I, I love was, the name too, Stranger Adventures. Although yeah. it will get a little close to Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of maybe getting people we don't really know as popular as Batman, Superman. I mean, we might get like some more popular names that we know that aren't going to drive a whole entire show but we're still going to get them so it could be cool i wouldn't be surprised if one of them becomes so popular that they end up like spinning off and get their own storyline so 
It's smart. It's a genius part on their part to broaden their horizon and not just stick with like one super with the Justice League, like the main characters. They're probably not going to do Justice League stuff. Probably not. Which honestly, J. J. Abrams gets his hand on it. I don't think he will. Um, I I mean we're we're close on time, but I think that um, from Joker and all the news coming out lately. I think, and I, I like this. I like this from DC specifically because they've always done this well. I think they're going to do solo adventures and that's it. That's solo fine. franchises, a Wonder Woman franchise, an Aquaman franchise, Green Lantern TV show, um, whatever else, they, the Batman trilogy. Just make great movies. That's all that's I fine. care about. I, don't, I would absolutely love to see the Justice League on screen one day. I would kill to see them on screen in a, in a good way. In a good way, excuse me. In a good way. Um... But if that doesn't happen for a while, but I'm giving That's great fine. movies, yeah. I'm totally cool with it. Or, or TV, TV, TV shows. TV yes. movies, exactly. pretty much. Exactly. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I think it's genius to build on... Make a foundation before you shoot for the stars. I'm, honestly, that's the main thing I think people want. Because, yeah, we want Justice League, but we want it done well. We'd rather have it take 10 years and be something like Endgame where it's just like you have spent 10 years investing in all these stories and then bam look at how amazing that is if you can do that with the Justice League I will be just as excited as I was for Avengers Endgame like no doubt because you've put in all that time and love and story and building characters into this why not do it if you can do it that way I'm all for it but uh yeah that's real uh, quick uh, before uh, we get out of here. Oh God. Um, I saw your eyes. Well, re- real quick. So uh, we're talking about Green Lantern, and um, you saw my Twitter yesterday that I promoted him. I think that we got to do this for I, him. We're, we're fans. We are giant fans. We're Schmodown fans. Um, team Corruption. Everybody. Uh, not Team Corruption, but sorry. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> hashtag Mike Kalinowski for Green Lantern. Hashtag Mike for Hal. I mean, Everything. this guy, if if there is someone who fits the build of Hal Jordan on a TV show like this, so it is perfect. Mike Kalinowski. Um, if you're watching this and you've when never you seen... When you posted that, I freaked out because I thought... You thought he was he it. Was yeah. It. So uh, if you've never heard of Mike Kalinowski, you've never heard of the Schmodown, and you're a Green Lantern fan, go, or YouTube it, you can watch his promos and stuff that he's involved in. This guy is perfect for this character. Hal Jordan. Not only is he, you know, part of DC Movie News for a podcast and a show, and, and he does new stuff for them, but he's a massive fan of this character. But he fits the build like so perfectly. Perfect. It's scary how good he fits the build. Yeah, like scary. And so um, it's up on Twitter. There's hashtag, like I said, uh, Kalinowski for Green Lantern and Mike for Hal are the hashtags right now. There's a Photoshop photo of him um, with the ring on and the yeah, logo in the background. Real. It looks sick. Um, I had to do this because I've been watching him for a very long time. Dude, I hope you get this show so much. Like, it'll be so cool to see you as Green Lantern. Um, boo to corruption. I'm sorry. Uh, five Horsemen. No, no, sorry. I had to say that. Um, but, hey, uh, we'll see you uh, uh, soon enough at Ashmona, I'm sure. And so hopefully this gets the word out. People see this because I would absolutely love to see him on the show as a Green Lantern, as a Hal Jordan. Um, it would it would be amazing. I would start screaming. It would be so cool to see Mike Kalinowski as Hal Jordan for a WBDC Greg Berlanti Green Lantern show. I would that would be so awesome. I'd pay fifteen bucks. 
sold out. No, I'm kidding. You're worth fifteen dollars as Green Lantern, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, that wraps up our show, our Nerd Nation episode issue volume eight. We should just call it that from now. Episode issue volume eight. <laughs> um, you got you got a taste of pretty much everything today. You got Green Lantern. You got uh, Game of Thrones. We got uh, MCU Hawkeye. So we're all over the place today, but this is what we like to see. We like to hear all these different news stories. We don't like sticking in one certain area, so it's nice that we're finally starting to kind of see a variety spread out. But uh, yeah, for Apocalypse Movies, I am Brian Valsino, your host for Nerd Nation. With me is my wingman Jake Berlin over here. Uh, check out all the stuff we've got going on. We definitely have some good stuff. We've got Apocalypse Now. We've got the Padawan Podcast. All stuff. Who knows? If this starts to grow a little bit more, we'll start doing weekly of everything. Uh, I'm sure weekly's coming soon. But I wanted to also plug um, audio. Audio, audio, audio. We are on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, iTunes, Spotify. We are on all of it. Uh, you can download us anywhere. Um, you know, if video doesn't work for you guys, we're on the, the audio, whether it's in the car, go for a run, whatever. Um, it's a little bit easier for some people. You know, I listen to podcasts too. And so, um, wanted to make sure we're up there as well. It's a good way to listen and let us know what you guys think. Comment, like, and all that stuff because it shoots us up the charts and it gives us more opportunities and we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, we've loved all the new growth, especially since Star Wars, so it helps us do more stuff. This is the man that is behind all of it. But uh, yeah, for Apocalypse Movies and Nerd Nation, we'll see you guys next time. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, Click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different? Check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.